Kevin Milne is with us. Kia ora, Kevin. Kia ora. What are you supposed to say at the beginning of these meetings? Uh, would anybody with Tourette's kindly put up their hand? No, please? yeah, yeah. Oh, I, no. yeah oh, I, no, I mean, I love the story. It's fantastic. <laughs> I quite like eggs at political meetings. Well, this I is the other thing. I so, think they're appropriate. Well, yeah. It was, I mean, sometimes, right? And, and <laughs> actually, the, I like my... The funny thing was that Ted and Craig, the candidates who were hit by the yeah. eggs, I think were both secretly quite pleased because yeah. <laughs> it meant they got a bit of media coverage yeah, that they probably right. would have had that's otherwise. Right. So, you know, I think they were actually quite stoked about the whole situation, you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, there's something wonderfully old-fashioned about hurling an egg yeah. at, a at, yeah. a, at, a, at a meeting like that. Yeah, it's funny, though. I was thinking about it this morning when I was writing my piece. Um it, I can't. I couldn't tell you anything about the egg thrower. I looked them in the eye, and they because yeah. they they sort of raised their arm to throw more eggs, and then decided to run out again. I looked them in the eye. I think they had a mask. I think they had a hood, but I can't remember anything else. And it just goes to show that in the heat of the moment, and you know, in a in a kind of crisis moment like that, when it's all chaotic, and your attention's being drawn every which way. Um, it's very hard to remember details about things. And you can imagine that in a more serious situation, it might be quite hard to actually remember someone's, you know, someone's attributes. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I just thought I, it was interesting. Yeah. I was surprised to read that you had mentioned an ignorant comment. And so it was interesting to hear your explanation for that this morning. Yeah. I, very, very interesting. Yeah, I just, I mean, ignorant in the true sense. Like, ignorant, yeah, he just yeah, didn't actually yeah. understand. Not not through any malice or anything. Anyway, no, no, <laughs> it no, was an experience. No. Hey, Kevin, yeah. you have some concerns for our tourism hotspots down south. Yeah, well, I got back this week from a road trip in the South Island. You know, it was great, great fun. But I wanted to talk about the hospitality situation down there. We spent three days on the West Coast, which, of course, is highly reliant on tourism. We didn't see one tourist bus. Now, you'd have been down uh, that way many times, Jack, I mm. imagine. that You see loads, generally, yeah. Loads and loads of tourist buses. Yeah, usually you'd see them all the time, right? It's just kind of part yep. of travelling through that part of the country. Yeah, outstanding places like the Pancake Rocks of Punakaiki, yeah. the uh, Franz Josef and Fox Glaciers, Haas Pass, not one tourist bus, which in a sad way is just as well because most of the excellent restaurants and hotels down there can't find workers anyway. Yeah. Even before we got to the coast at Murchison, we called, uh, when I called up to reserve at a cafe, the owner offered us a table but apologised that because of staff shortages, service wouldn't be up to its usual high standard, but they'd be doing their best. Right. I think this is surely the best approach, Jack. Let people know the situation before they book. Yeah. When we got there, we supped wine in front of a fire till eventually a superb Lancashire hot pot turned up. The owner and his wife were doing all the cooking and waiting themselves. But down in Franz Joseph, we sat in a flash hotel restaurant for half an hour without even talking to a waiter. Eventually, we decided we weren't that hungry and wandered back out. Even the renowned restaurant at the Hermitage in Mount Cook has converted to buffet style to get around the staffing issue. It's a good meal, but a long way from the superb a la carte dining mm. experience that Tourists would travel the length of the country to enjoy. I mean, have you ever been to the Hermitage, Jack? In uh, yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. It's absolutely yeah. fantastic. But yeah, yeah. I, I, buffet style is interesting. Yeah, I went to. I, I actually had my honeymoon there. Oh, and 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 the waiter dropped a mutton, a, a really really hot mutton bird, 
on my crutch. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hang on, is this well, I was this, this is on your honeymoon or is this on the oh, okay, right, yeah. <laughs> no, no, this is a honeymoon. This is a long time ago. So a good way to spoil a honeymoon, thing. isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Given the way most honeymoons go. <laughs> well, you know how they, how waiters try to pull things out. They brought out the uh, the um, mutton birds on uh, in paper bags, mm. brown paper bags, mm. because uh, it sucked out some of the oil. And uh, and the guy was trying to get it out with two spoons, as waiters often try to do. And it slid out of the spoon straight down down <laughs> this big greasy mutton bird. <laughs> and I'm trying to impress my wife, of course. And then <laughs> and I'm striding around the hotel, yeah. have to go back to the place and get changed. Anyway, I talk about the service issues affecting the tourist trade, not as a criticism, but out of concern for their plight. Clearly, foreign workers who returned home during COVID haven't returned. And this is most obvious in Queenstown. Unlike the West Coast, Queenstown was packed with tourists. Maybe they were all skiers and Kiwi tourists. It was school holidays and, and what do they call it, snow week or something down there. But every second cafe or restaurant had signs on their doors shouting out for staff. Yeah. Big crowds and no staff would seem the worst of all situations because long waits and grumpy customers must affect your brand long term. Anyway, my heart goes out to the hospo people in the south. I hope somehow we can get a lot of workers back into the country soon. Yeah, yeah, I do too. I really do too. And uh, and I'm glad that you still have an appetite for travelling in the south after that fiasco on your honeymoon, Kevin. <laughs> Goodness <laughs> me, a hot mutton bird yeah, on your lap. <laughs> I always place a napkin there these days of ordering a mutton bird. <laughs> well, it's probably the only scenario in which having a different bird on your lap is acceptable on your honeymoon, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I've never thought of that. Oh, that's dear. Good. Yeah, that's very good, Jack. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, you shouldn't have another bird on your lap during your honeymoon. No, no, you certainly shouldn't. <laughs> oh, goodness me. All right, you have a good weekend, Kevin. Glad you had a great trip. And, uh, yeah, I think we're all on uh, on your side. We hope that things improve for the tourist operators down south.